Hello everyone, welcome back to Harumi's podcast. After we discuss about the movie, today for the second episode I will discuss about controversial law that happening in Indonesia and a little bit of political side called Omnibus Law on Job Creation. According to wikipedia.org, Omnibus Bill is a purpose law that covers a number of diverse or unrelated topics. Omnibus is derived from Latin, means to, for, by, with, or from everything. Indonesia's Omnibus Bill on Job Creation has been officially passed into law on Monday, the 5th of October 2020, with the House of Representatives. According to Jakarta Post, more than 90% of the law is actually designed to stimulate domestic and foreign investment by removing bureaucratic inefficiencies and excessive licensing requirements as well as opaque, overlapping, and contradictory regulations that have long hindered competitiveness. But a lot of people disagree with the law. Why? According to BBC.com, the International Trade Union Confederation said the bill would cut out wages, remove sick leave provisions and other protections, and undermine job security. Environmentalists say the wide-ranging bill eliminates environmental protections for many new projects and weakens law aimed at stopping companies from using fire to clear forests to make way for plantations. So, what do laws do? According to BBC.com, in addition to removing red tape, the bill makes significant changes to Indonesia's labor regulation. It abolishes the sectoral minimum wage in favor of minimum set by regional, regional governors. It will reduce severance pay to a maximum of 19 months salary, depending on how long the employee has had a job. Previously, the maximum was 32 months pay. However, a new government fund will provide an additional 6 month pay to the newly unemployed. A lovable overtime will be increased to a maximum of 4 hours in one day and 19 hours a week. Businesses will only be required to give workers one day off a week instead of two. Restrictions on outsourcing have also been reduced, as have restrictions on the jobs in which expatriates can work. The law also relaxes environmental standards, only forcing businesses to file an environmental impact analysis if their projects are considered high risk. Because of that, labor and students protest the job law. Thousands of students who were from 26 universities under BEMSE or BEMSE gathered and doing a protestations and demonstrations. Their thoughts? The parliament made the law injustice because they are not making any discussion with the laborers as the first people who feel the impact. So, if we put our point of view of politics, parliament or DPR has a function to make a policy and law. 
they change or making a new amendment of law. But Indonesia's People's Representative Body has addressed issues since a long ago. According to national.republica.com, DPR has the most untrust by the people because a lot of members of the House of Representations be called by KPK, the independent institution to clearing up the mess of white-collar crime in the sight of corruptions. This name making people of Indonesia has a prejudice because we all scared if they arbitrary in the making of omnibus law to just making them rich as a CEO of a company. The government and DPR has making a clarifications about the hawks that's spreading on social media. But students and labor want them to clarify with a specific way. This is also my opinion, by the way. I think it will be a good way if executive institution and legislative institution explaining together to people about the article of law that making it controversial. So, let's move to the business side. This law actually making a simplified license for business. It means as an entrepreneur, we can easily get a license of our product. This law also predicted would be a stimulus of economics growth to invite domestic or foreign investment to help and increase economics movement in this era of pandemic. Because governments claim that this policy design makes investment easier, and investment is the key of creating a job, they said. But Economist Faisal Basri explains that investment performance in Indonesia is a quite good. Investment is continuing to increase, but the absorption of labor has decreased. The latest data from the Investment Coordinating Board or BKPM confirmed the manufacturing sector, which was once a mainstay of the economy, is being replaced by the sector or the tertiary sector, which is increasingly domain-minding. The service sector that absorbed the most capital are constructions, transportation, telecommunications, and financial banking service. According to theconversations.com, capital flow in Indonesia have a different impact in two directions. First one, harmful to the poor and benefiting the elites. The continuing increase in investment has no impact on improving employment, said Aulia Nasiti, PhD, student in political science, Northwestern University, in theconversation.com. She said that, on the other hand, the ones who benefit the most from the increase in investment in Indonesia are the upper-class actors, especially conglomerates and politicians who have dominated the socio-economic class structure. Business in this sector is synonymous with ransacking behavior. Instead of relying on the creation of capital through production and use of labor, ransacking businesses pursue profits by mainly producing and manipulating the distribution of economic resources through political transactions with the political elites involving, for example, cooperative tenders, 
permits or con concessions of land. As a result, the oligarchy is getting stronger. It is dilemmatic, right? But if you ask me, how is my opinion about this as an entrepreneur? I would say this law is not beneficial for millennial workers. Why? We can see the reason as I said before in social and political point of view. A lot of things that just become a mess. Disaster, trust issue, the fact that our government and the House of Representatives are not really convincing because of corruption and etc. If they said this law is a good way, an effective way to increase our economic growth, not only economic growth by the way, it must to increase economic development and income per capita. So they must come this law to people because this regulation is about the people of Indonesia's right. They must have a responsibility of this law, make sure this regulation is the best way and giving us the reason why, with support by the labor, entrepreneur, and investor reasons. If some of the articles of the law are wrong and not suitable, I recommend DPR to take down slow and making a new revision for all, for all the people in Indonesia. How about you? What do you think about this? If you are the pros of this regulation, don't take a serious way, this is just my opinion. Because we have a freedom to speech, right? And I am reminding you to always research for what I say. Don't stop at my opinion, surfing your Google or your book for further information after this, okay? So glad to see you again, my listener. I hope you enjoyed this, po- this podcast. Stay cool. Bye!